This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2 2023 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes. Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown... That's all the way in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City.
Leicester Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right there. Good evening. How the devil are we all? Happy after last night, hopefully. It's all to play for in the second leg next Thursday. Um, and I have already explained to tonight's guests that these are European games we're playing on, on Thursday. So just, just so he knows, just so he knows. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're watching on uh, YouTube, or if you're not, please get over to YouTube on, I say, Lester Till I Die TV. And please do what it says there, which is subscribe to the channel, like the video, and please set the notification bells. We do up to eight shows a week, so you don't miss one. Um, it would be a miss of me. I mean, because we are playing Spurs on Sunday. We have got very nice Spurs fans to come in. So it would really be remiss of me if i didn't start with this tonight it's time for the daily spurs Indeed, and it is currently 14 years, 60 days, 1 hour, 35 minutes and 37 seconds. And it's getting longer every season. Good evening, Simon. Welcome along. How the devil are you? Chris, thanks for having me on, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bet that's the best introduction to you've ever had on a show. <laughs> what's, uh, what's that? I missed it, Chris. Did you really? <laughs> the blank. I can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can repeat that for you if you want me to. <laughs> Welcome along. And we mustn't forget, um, well, before we actually bring bring my co-host in, Simon, Premier Hotspur TV, thanks for joining us. Where can people find you? Yeah, um, we haven't been streaming a lot lately uh, due, uh, due to work, but me and Matt have been doing a couple of things. Um, yeah, we will be get back at it. It's at Premier Hotspur TV, guys. Uh, me and Matt, um, we cover all sorts. So we're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. So get over there at Premier Hotspur TV, guys. Yeah, brilliant. I'll say thanks very much for joining us. And of course, the man who needs no attention, what? Uh, no, stop. No introduction, I should say. He likes the attention. No introduction whatsoever. It is of course the wise old owl himself. Craig. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Simon. Hello, everyone. Evening, How the devil are you, Craig? I'm must all right, still be happy after last night. Uh, yeah, I can say, if you saw in my in, in the piece I did afterwards, it tinged mm. with disappointment because I thought we, we could have got away with the win. But mm. I'd said before, if we have parity going into the second, uh, second leg, then um, I fancy us to go and do the job over there. Yeah. I mean, the, we did it with PSV. Um, the pressure's going to be on Roma now. Yeah. Because they're going to be the favourites. They're going to come at us. So, and hopefully by next week, you know, Jamie Vardy will have had maybe a few minutes this weekend. Certainly, yeah. he's obviously played 70-odd minutes yesterday. So, he, he should be a little bit more match fit. Um, and and did you see? I don't know if you saw it at all when you got in the interview uh, after another interview in Brendan Rogers. I didn't, but I have heard that. Um, yeah, he interrupted uh, Brendan, didn't he, to to talk about a bottle of wine he'd bought him. 
Yes, yes, he did. It was a very expensive bottle of wine. Not not it's, like you and me going down to Lidl. Yeah. It's very rare that you hear Mourinho and wine in the same sentence, isn't it? It is. Who would have thought, really? Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought, you know? He looks more like a Prosecco man to me, but... Um, mm. <laughs> sorry there. Um, oh, hang on. Let me just bring him back in. Sorry, Simon. That is probably bringing back very bad memories for you. <laughs> Seeing That's that face. Really. Um, <laughs> no, not really. Not really, Chris, because we're happy with what's going on with Antonio Conte at Tottenham. Uh, so, but surely he is building a team... Um, hopefully, hopefully, Chris, we can get over this 14 years, whatever you want to say <laughs> about this studio of Spurs winning a trophy. And just, I think just, it will be. I mean, just a point on that you say slowly but surely, surely he's not going to be there longer than two years. I think he is, Craig. I think Do he you? is, mate. I think he, 18 month, um, he signed on for. I think he only signed the 18 month to test the water with Daniel Levy and the club to see the direction of the club where they want to go and where can they match ambitions of Conti. And it looks like we are slowly but surely Levy is caving in to a, a manager we know that can de um, deliver where he's ever, um, every team he's been to, he's delivered. And we said this with Mourinho, but I think with Conti being, I think this guy is just, he's just different class. He really is to um, Jose Mourinho. And I, I think, think hopefully... I think Conte, sorry, yeah, I, I think Conti's top level, top level manager. It's just the fact that he, he rarely seems to hang around longer than two years. But um, maybe yeah, he will, with you, as you say, if you can match his, his ambition. The thing is, he's only come in, he's only like, he only come in uh, the back end of, of last year. So he's only had half, he's only had half a season. And look where he's taken us. Uh, yeah. We was literally well out of the top four race, was 10th or 11th some, when he come. And now we're, we're, we're in it with five games to play. I mean, it's all, it's all to play for. So he has done... He has done miracles with a team that really some of these players, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's doing it. Um, so it needs a big shake in the summer. But I think overall, um, I'm I'm happy Spurs fan. There's not many Spurs fans are happy with what's going on at the minute, but I'm, I'm just a patient well, man. Well, um, the rumours are, of course, that he could be uh, off to, uh, to Gay Paris very soon. And possibly no, Pochettino coming back no, the other no, way. I don't know how true no, that is. Right down. No, it's shot right down. Uh, they are absolute fake fake news. It's nonsense. He's come out and said it's, not, it's nothing. He's, Did you hear Donald he Trump then, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say a hello to a few people. Uh, hiya, Rennie. How the devil are you? Nice to see you again. Uh, we need to rest Leicester squad. Uh, so the fit against Roma, we'll come on to that a bit later. TM, good evening. How are you? Oh, you missed yeah, you yeah, missed yeah. the daily Spurs, TM. <laughs> I'm sure you come in late on purpose, uh, just as long as you've got a note. Uh, evening, guys. Hope you were well. How could I not be with you tonight? Thanks for the... Oh, you did see it. Thanks for the <laughs> reminder. Uh, Scott, hello. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Nice um uh spencer evening chris i went to the ground uh, sorry to the game last night should have gone to spec savers uh when you're smiling before the kickoff was awesome i haven't yet seen that because i was obviously i was doing the watch long but it was i couldn't have the sound on i mean craig everybody's been screaming for that to be like played regularly and we will never walk alone if you like yeah i'm just i'm just not sure that version 
um, is the one to go with, to be honest, because um, it's a little bit out of tempo with the way it's, it's like every football stadium ever where they've tried to sing the national anthem and it never keeps <laughs> up with the music. It's always finished well before. So yeah. that version of the song is a little bit uh, too slow for me and, and he goes off of kilter a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm behind the sentiment. It's, it'd be nice to have a song. I'm just thinking maybe it can be re-recorded uh, in a bit of a simpler form. Just which, so which way was it? Uh, it? Jersey Buds version. Yeah. Was it right? Yeah. Uh, he did do one with the team though, didn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm gonna say the one the one that he did last night was the one that I remember him doing, and it's just a little bit overproduced for what a football stadium needs, I think. Yes, yeah. Um, just say hello to KDH. Hello, how the devil are you? Welcome along. Andrew, Roman didn't look anything special. Um, I didn't, to be honest with you. Andrew Kane will be gone next year. We seem to be saying that every year, though, Andrew, and, he, and he's still hanging about like a fart in a spacesuit. You can't get rid of him. Um, Dan, good evening. How are you? Just popping in to say hi to all before I do my preview of seven. Good right, luck Dan. with it, mate. Uh, and I hope your new co-host goes well. Don't forget me. Don't be dropping me just like that. Just because you've got a new co-host, mate. <laughs> remember we, we, I, I got a prenup off you don't forget that uh, Chester how the devil are you welcome along and everybody's just sort of saying everybody hello to everybody else uh, what's the trumpet song before a Premier League game at the KP that's the, the Fox Horn Gallop isn't it Post Horn Gallop yeah Post Horn Gallop yes Post Horn Gallop yeah yes yeah. That even came um, up on some quiz show on TV that I remember. It did, um, it, it did. Um, up, yeah. but, but yes, I mean, that's not going to stir the crowd really, is it, you know? But, uh, I mean, we, we, we've, took, we've, we've mentioned um, Conte there, and I, was, I did this as my, my promo for tonight's show. It, to me, when I did it, I looked at it and I thought, and I'll come to you first, Simon, that kind of sums the two guys up, the completely different types of manager. I don't think I've ever seen... I mean, Conte looks like he's wet himself there with excitement. <laughs> he's really getting into it. And yet, Brendan Rodgers sits there, applause, makes a few notes. They are different managers, aren't they? Are you happy with sort of the Conte style? Yeah, uh, we, we we had it with Jose. Uh, Jose first when he come in, and he was yeah. uh, he was on the touch. He was on the touchline, but he 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 it was getting more deeper and deeper and deeper in that seat uh, when it went <laughs> wrong. Um, but Conte's um, got it going again. He's as you're right, Chris. He's never. Uh, I don't see this guy sit down. Seriously, he's always always on that sideline, barking orders. Um, and these these are two two completely different managers. I mean, um, Brendan comes with. Very cool, very calm and collective. But Joe uh, Conti is very more of an aggressive manager, isn't it? He just wants he just wants everything from his players and everything from the minute one to minute ninety. Mm. Um, and that's what he's improved in Tottenham. Um, we've we in our energy levels, we have literally gone beyond ninety minutes, never stopped going. I mean, so but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see on Sunday. We will, we will. Craig, I mean, we know Brendan's no Martin O'Neill, is he? Do you not wish sometimes you'd just show a little bit of passion and stop impersonating a seal? Oh, definitely. I, I think I've said it on here many occasions that I'd like to see him show a little bit more passion, 
give the uh, give the players a kick up the backside now and again. Mm. You know, it's all. It doesn't seem to matter what they do; he'll clap them for it, as you say. Um, you know, like like a you know like you would for your kids if they fell I was over. I'm going to say it's, it's like the Sunday league, you know, with your six year old children, isn't it? You yeah. know, yeah. It, it is. So they are very very different, and and mm. I think there's there's times that you need you know both that approach. You know, yeah. I think I think it's few and far between. You know, it's only the top <laughs> managers could can bridge that line really you know Klopp and Pep I think we've both seen both sides uh, of their um, uh, personality that they will try and nurture players particularly younger players but they will also ball out anybody who he doesn't think is doing the job so um, mm. you know they're, they're they're the elite though but I as I said before I do rate Conte um, I think he's a great manager and I think the only thing is is whether you can keep that up for more than two, three seasons before the players get a little bit fed up of just being balled out all the time. Because um, he does need to to be able to to show both sides, I think, and nurture some youngsters coming through. But And touching on, on Kane, I think Kane's missed his boat, to be honest. I think he'll stay there now. I can't see. You know, if Man City get Haaland, there's no place for him. And I can't see anybody else coming for him, to be honest. The only outsider is if Manu come in for him, uh, that they want a figurehead and they throw lots of money at him. But apart from that, I, I can't see him moving on now. No. I mean, that's that's type of manager. Certainly the, the Alex Ferguson kicking tea around the changing room. You can't really get away with it these days. The mm. players will be up H&R straight away. But... Simon, I mean, he came in, he, he turned the job down, obviously, you know, when um, at the end of last season, well, start of this season, he, di he didn't come. You got um, Nuno in, it wasn't the most successful, but then again, I think it was about your sort of eighth or ninth choice. But when you did get Conti in, I, I you correct me if I'm wrong here, but I felt he very much came in and on his terms. You know, he he was like, well, you need me now more than I need you, because let's face it, he could walk into into a top job anywhere, really, couldn't he? But you know, Daniel Levy's really had to sort of doff his cap and go, "Yep, that's what you want," or am I reading it wrong? Absolutely, Chris. Absolutely, he come in straight away. Um, These are my demands. This is what I want. If you not match my ambitions, that's it. I'm off. And mm. basically, what he said and. um and for, Chris, he didn't he didn't turn the Spurs job down in the first place. What it was, he wasn't ready. Um, he'd just come out of a job at Inter Milan and he was emotionally attached to Inter Milan. He wasn't ready to come back into management. And that's exactly what he said as well. It's come from Conte this. Um, and the second time round, when we did approach him, um, he felt the time was right. Um, then he can come back into management. Um, and you're right, Chris. He's come in and he's laid down the law to, uh, to Conte. Um, to, to um, Daniel Levy and the board, because uh, as you said, we need him more than he yeah. needs us. You know what I mean, and he's he's that type, as what Craig said, he's that type of a top top coach that he demands the best. He demands mm. like he wants the best. He wants to win things now, and I think that's what he's trying to get over to the board. Uh, if you I, I mean, I think it, it's the best managerial signing you've made in years, to be honest with you. Absolutely. I think you, you you may well have finally got it right now. But do you think that 
this is what D Daniel Levy needed, really. Somebody who would stand up to him and, you know, and say, you know, I, I, this is what I want. Absolutely. Uh, we, we, we thought we, we would get this with, uh, with Jose. When Jose mm -hmm. came in, we thought, all right, this guy, uh, we know what Jose's like. He's, he's not going to let um, Levy bully him around. But he did. I think he let B Levy get away with, with murder, I think. But with Conte, mm -hmm. he's just different. It's just absolutely completely different. And he's literally just let the, the actual club know that this is what, what needs to happen at the club. This is what needs yeah. to happen to win trophies. This is what you need. And let's see. Let's see if the club. And I think the club will back him. I really do. Mm. Um, with now we're looking to get an, a number two under Paratici um, as a second director of football. Uh, looking at Campos. Um, so if we can get this guy in as well, um, I really do think this club will move forward next season. Do, do, do you think your director of football will be full time, or do you think he'll have another couple of jobs on the side, like managing Switzerland or Andorra? <laughs> no, no, I just. <laughs> <laughs> not that random. Well, did I say that out loud? Sorry, you know. <laughs> Craig, I mean, yeah. this is—it's a Sunday kickoff. It's been moved back because we're still in Europe. I've seen your comment, David, and I'll come on to that in a second. Um, I, I, I did um, a Spurs show earlier today, and there's three Spurs fans and myself and Brad on, and I've, I couldn't believe that the Spurs fans were so unconvinced that Spurs were going to win this. I mean, it's a bogey team, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've not had a nil-nil since before the First World War, I don't think. Um, and, I mean, Aunt David says here, you know, it's almost like a free hit because mm. I don't personally, I don't care what we do. And obviously I want to win. Of course I want to win. It's a, it's a football match. I want to win it. But put the kids out for all I care tomorrow. <laughs> we know there's going to be a lot of changes. Let's just get it right for next Thursday. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, to be honest. You know, I, I'm i shocked that any Spurs fan doesn't think they're going to beat us, to be honest. Mm. You know, with the fact that we've got a game coming up, a big game on, on Thursday, plus the fact that Kane could stay at home and he would still score. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, he just does it against us. It's ridiculous. His record yes. against us is 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 stupid, to be honest. But I think there'll be wholesale changes for us. I mean, we did it before though, and we didn't put in in, a, in too bad a performance, to be honest, because we've got more players back. Um, I think Mendy will play obviously instead of uh, Hamza, unless he plays a double pivot, but because um, he can't play in Europe. But yeah, I you know we'll, um, I know we'll come on to score predictions at the end, and I know that you and I, uh, Chris, will probably be lying through our teeth when we put our score predictions down because we can't <laughs> bet against our own team. Yes. But if there yes. was money on it, I know where it would be going. I, I the, the prediction I gave in the show earlier was completely different to the one I'm going to be saying at the end of the show. <laughs> but <laughs> you may, I mean, Simon, I mean, you've got to be confident, haven't you? I mean, you know. We were, we were talking before before we came live, and in the last five games, you've you've won three of them. Uh, you seem to win the ones that matter, um, and it was like we were like this with Arsenal for years. We just couldn't beat them. We couldn't beat them, and you know, thinking that we're going. I think there's going to be at least seven changes for me because there has been for the last two games round round, uh, round our European games, and we've got the squad back to do it. But you, you've got to be sat there confident, haven't you? 
Yes, I'm confident going to every game. <laughs> I mean, I, I, some of these Spurs fans... I Michael, you never thought I'd hear a Spurs fan to say that. <laughs> I, I watch some of these channels and they, seriously, and they say, oh, I'm not convinced that we can beat Brighton. I'm not convinced we can beat Brentford. Mm. Come on. I'm, on. I'm not disrespecting these the likes of Brentford and Brighton's. Okay, we didn't get the results against them, but you've got to be confident beating these sort of teams. If you want to go for the top fours, you've got to be you've got to be winning. And 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 games like this against Leicester, no disrespect to Leicester, they're doing great under Brendan. But these are the games where if you've got to finish in the top four, you've got to win these. And I'm confident going yeah. into this one. Um, as you said, Chris, we've got 14 goals in the last five, um, and mostly they'll come at home. I mean, so yeah. we do score a lot. Kane likes against get goals against Leicester, but Leicester will come, and I, I would not be surprised if Leicester can come and get us at least a point. I mean, because oh, as you yeah, said, I'll take that now. I would definitely well, take is, that said, now. Chris, <laughs> said that um, that last comment there said you can take just just take a massive hit, just just, mm. just put out the chances and take them and the wins at yes. the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think Craig. I mean, we, we we held sort of outside hopes that you know, we could still maybe grab that seventh place. Because let's be honest with you, outside of uh, Man City and Liverpool, no team's got any consistency whatsoever. And I thought, well, yeah, if if we've got all our players back now, maybe we could put a little bit of a run together and get that seventh place. Uh, I think the the, um, Newcastle, Everton and Villa results have put that to bed (laughs) and kicked it it, uh, down the road. Um, it, 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 so you, you've got to say, think like, well, yeah, we've got to go all out for the for the Europa League. Uh, sorry, the Europa Conference League. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, part of me thinks, you know, it'd be quite, it'd be quite funny for um, Spurs to to beat us because it will build their hopes up that they can actually get can... fourth. So when they get pipped <laughs> on the last day, you know, by Arsenal, it'd be quite amusing. Ooh. Um, oh, <laughs> get in there, Craig. Get in there. <laughs> but I know it's going to be. I, I think West Ham will drop off, you know, mm. because I think, you know, they've got a big game coming up as well. So I can't see them really getting a, a, a result at the weekend. Uh, yeah. And if they lose that, the same with us, you know, it's difficult to see how it will affect them. So I think it's a two horse race between Spurs and Arsenal, to be honest. So, mm. um, I think it's gonna gonna go to the wire that one, but yeah, with us, you know, I, I it it is it's all eggs in one basket. It has been for a few weeks now. I think those dropped points, um, in in time added on over the last couple of weeks has just killed us, to be honest, and uh, been really disappointing. Um, so now, yeah, it's all everything points towards Thursday, um, and the the be-all and end-all of the season, to be honest. Uh, you, you're saying then, and um, we will be coming on to it, unfortunately, soon about late goals being conceded. I mean, do you do you think sort of, because I remember back to Martin O'Neill, very much a sort of Conti-style manager. Mm. You know, he, I think he got ants in his pants most matches. Um, but... He he would not have been standing for that, you know. He he said, "You you out there and you are dying." I mean, remember the three three against Arsenal, and three of those goals were scored after the ninetieth minute. Yeah. I couldn't see him letting that happen more than once. No, I I, I can say it's it's difficult to know what you would do because, mm. as as I touched on before, I think last week, you know, he contradicts himself. He talks about. 
controlling the ball and you control the game and then he makes substitutions to bring more defenders on, which means you just invite pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, the best form of attack is uh, defence is attack. Um, so you keep the ball away from your goal. But disappointing. And that's probably one of those occasions where you want to see him on the sidelines, bollocking players, you know, yeah. just telling them what to do, not take liberties, not take chances. You know, at some point in a game, you have to accept that a point's not a bad result. Just take what you've got and go go home again. Um, yes, yeah. But yeah, disappointing. Now, sure. this is the second game we've played uh, Tottenham this season. And we've, we've, I'm sorry, Craig, we, we've, we're going to have to talk about it. I mean, it, it, it was it was on, well, I, I was watching it on, on telly. And at 2-1, because I, I have, um, I wasn't doing you, a watch. You can stop leaning forward, Simon. It's, you know, <laughs> yes, yes. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know Top Gear when they're announcing the time, uh, <laughs> and all, the, all the celebrities sit forward. But I'd actually stopped watching it at two one, and I'd come in here because we've got obviously I've got the website and the Facebook and the Twitter all to update. I thought, well, I'll make a start on it so that you know when the whistle goes, and then I could just hear cheering, and I literally just updated my site to say and everything to say two one, and and this happened, and I could not. Believe it, <laughs> Victor Mo. Do not believe it. I mean, Simon, talk us through that from the Spurs. I mean, I don't know if you were there or not, uh, but uh, it was, I don't necessarily know that, that you were. But you, you, we don't know if you watched it. But talk us through that and and how that must have felt. Oh, unbelievable, Chris. Seriously, we're down and out. We're down and out uh, when they when done the sub. It was a it was a sub uh, that Conti thought that you know what it could change the game here and. Bergvine, this is where Bergvine, this is what Bergvine can do. He can have a game like this. He can just change a game and he have a, a game the next game and he can be ineffective. Do you know what I mean? But it was, it was just crazy scenes, Chris. That's all I can say, mate. It was just crazy. So it was the, I thought, that's it, game over. I mean, I'm seeing the last minute. Then we got the equaliser and then literally straight back down the other end. And we literally just got, this, got the third. Okay, could I say a bit of handball in the... It was the first goal or the second goal? It was one I can't, I can't, I cannot remember. But mm. this unbelievable scenes. It was just mm. crazy, crazy scenes, Selena. And that was, I think, that was the turning point of because uh, we was going through a bad run um, then, and I think that was the turning point of us kick kickstarting this top four hunt. Um, yes. And we went on to after this, I think nine or ten games unbeaten, uh, winning the, uh, eight of them. So that did really kick us on. I mean, Craig, I mean, I don't think I've ever felt much worse after a loss. Um, I don't, you, you lose a game and you accept it's football and you're going to lose games. That That's what it's all about. But to lose it in that, I mean, I think it's another record we've got because I don't think anybody sort of conceded two goals that late in the game ever before. I mean, we, you, I'm presuming you were at the match. I mean, how did the crowd react? I was. Um... I think you would have you would expect um, more of a negative reaction, but I, I think everybody was just in shock. Mm. You know that the winning goal, it was like somebody had just paused uh, paused the video and then put it on slow forward. That the ball rolled over that line so slowly, it was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and yeah, I think everybody was just in shock. Um, 
that you just I, I was sitting there with my lad and you just looked at each other and it's just like couldn't believe what you've actually seen. And um to be fair, fair play to us for bouncing back from that as well and 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 going on, you know, probably a de- fairly decent run mm. ourselves since then. But yeah, it was a, it was an absolute shocker, and, it, and unfortunately, it'll live long in the memory. <laughs> do you do you think that Leicester players know or have heard the phrase like just run it into the corner or put well, we it into doing that. head? We tried doing that against Newcastle, and where did that get us? Well, yeah, that's a good point. We can't win, can we? You know, no. we can't win, but we, we uh, can let a goal in from anywhere. This 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 is very true. You know, we, we've we've cut out letting a goal in from corners. Now, yeah. I mean, I saw five minutes come up yesterday, and I'm thinking, like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, not again, please, not again. Um, TM said it felt brilliant. Uh, I bet it did. Oh, we'll let yeah, you have yeah. that one, TM. You take enough stick in here. We'll let you have that one. <laughs> and hello to Jake as well. Jake. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, not seen you before, Jake, so I'm guessing you might be um, a, a Spurs fan. Um, well, he's, he's Liverpool. Liverpool, is he? Well, go on, Jake, you can do this. We want you to, <laughs> we want you to win the league. Um, I just have interest because I, I got asked this the other day. Um, and if you watch the prediction shows, you know Steve Linex doesn't like Tottenham and he doesn't like Arsenal. You know, and if if they were playing Nottingham Forest, he would go for Nottingham Forest over Arsenal or Tottenham. And I actually got asked which one I hated most. Um, and I did actually plump for Man United. <laughs> Out the two, I went for Man United. But um, Craig, I mean, if it was Arsenal or Tottenham, and obviously this is a big thing for you. We'll come to you. Well, let's come to you first, Simon, because it's a big rivalry. Finishing fourth and not letting Arsenal get it. Is that almost as good as winning the league for you? No, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> how would he know? Look how old he is. <laughs> um, yeah, Craig's right there. Absolutely. Um, we don't know what it looks, <laughs> it feels like, but no, uh, finish above Arsenal is not the it's not our trophy in the season. You know what I mean, it's nice to, I mean, to keep them shut up. I mean, we like to just mm. just and just and the neighbors down the road to keep them quiet, but. That's our goal is to win trophies, and that is it. You know what I mean, and even finishing the top four. You know I mean, it's nice to finish in the top four, but it's not a trophy. You know what I mean, I like that yeah. to go into because it's not worth going to the Champions League if you're not compete. If you're not going to compete in the Champions, what's the worth going in it? You know, at the end of the day, yes. I'd rather stay out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, nah, it's definitely it's trophies over finishing above Arsenal. I, ain't, I mean, I don't care at the end of the day. No. He says that, but I bet deep down he really does, you know. Craig, well, we've done it for the last six years, so it's getting boring now. So. Hey, <laughs> hey. Um, I, I'm not going to argue with you <laughs> at all. Craig, if you just as a, for a bit of fun here, if you had to pick who you'd want to finish fourth, Tottenham, Arsenal or Man United? Oh, Jesus. And then, or, like... Who you'd want and who you think? This is like it's like deciding which of your kids to sell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no, that'd be easy. That would be easy. <laughs> um, uh, to be honest, uh, as it stands at the moment, um, maybe I think that there's there's reasons to 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 go for for each. Mm. I quite like 
the way that Arsenal have gone about the business this season, you know, blooding a lot of kids. Um, so I like that, but I don't like Arteta. I'm not a big fan of. Oh, you'll get on well with the Arsenal fans, then, won't you? Yeah, yeah it's I'm, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of some of the Spurs players, but I really like the manager, you know. And um, mm. so that's. A, I wonder there's nothing, there's nothing to like about Man U. So no, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah, to, to be honest, I, I'd. I'm happy if it's either Spurs or Arsenal, and and Man United just finish languishing somewhere. I'd love Man U to be in the Conference League. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> that would. I mean, talking of the Conference League, uh, Simon, you know, it's no secret that you you know you got kicked out of it. In a way, that's kind of helped. I mean, Arsenal are having a great season because I think they didn't have Europe to worry mm. about. You know, they got they were out the FA Cup quite early. I don't know how. I don't think they went far in the, in the League Cup. Um, and they say they didn't have Europe to worry about. And once they got, you know, past the pointless three games, whatever it was at the start, it, it helped them. And I think that's probably helped you as well. I know right, you didn't go out the best way and, and we know you weren't so keen on the competition, but I think it's helped you not being in Europe, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what Craig said there. Arsenal have done great with their youngsters um, this year. I mean, and they've, uh, Arteta has, has believed in these youngsters and they've done well mm. for not having Europe as well. And Chris, I was, I wasn't a big fan of this Conference League. I mean, but I like this, but we should have took it more serious. And I don't think we took it. I don't think we took it serious enough. I mean, mm. um, going out to that team that I've never heard of. I mean, I don't think you guys have heard of it. I've never heard of them. It's embarrassing. I've never heard of Tottenham to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you walked into that one. I mean, so, um, but at the end of the day, I would rather Spurs got on. And done what Leicester's done. You know I mean, mm. it's gone as far as we can. I mean, at the end of the day, because there's no guarantee we're going to finish in the top four, and it's there's no guarantees we're going to finish fifth or sixth. It doesn't work these last five these no. last five games. But mm. me, I would, I would like to see us give it a real good go. I don't mm. think we did in the end. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say because you, you mentioned before that you know finishing top four isn't a trophy, and you've probably answered it just there. I was I was going to ask you, would you trade? Finishing top four for winning the conference league and yeah, a trophy. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a trophy. Yeah. We haven't, I said, we haven't won a trophy since 2008, and that was a league, and that was a league cup 14 years ago. 14 years I, I can ago. give it, I can tell you exactly if you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I we mean, know I, how long it is now, Chris. I mean, so I mean, it was, I mean, and I, I would have more been happy. Just go on the winning trophy. Yeah. You know I mean, I, mean just... I heard that um, I heard that idiot Gabby Adbonlahor on um, on Talk Sport talking, oh. de decrying the Conference League again. And I think Alan Brazil asked him uh, and said, you know, would you would you be happy if it was Villa in that position? And he was just basically saying no. He said if it was the Europa League, then yes. Um, oh. But and then he he goes on to say that he didn't think that the players would celebrate if they won it because it's a third rate. So, I mean, what an absolute idiot. And But, you know, on the flip side, I'm sure if Villa or any team needed to win their last game of the season to finish sixth and get in the Europa League, they'd celebrate. Yeah. 
If you win the Conference League, you get in the Europa League. So you'd celebrate. It's absolute idiot. I don't know why they keep putting these people on. I honestly think with with you, I mean, I think a lot of it, with with certainly with me, when they, when they brought this out, was the fact that it was called the Conference. Yeah. Because obviously we we've got that in mind, you know, as being sort of you know the first tier of part time <laughs> football. Um, and I think as well the fact that they've tagged it on to the Europa League, so it's the Europa Conference. So it doesn't feel like it's a um, a, a major trophy a major in its trail. own right. Yeah, you yeah. know everything about it. It's the music's almost the same. It's just green lines instead of orange lines. You know, mm. I don't know why they've just done it as a tag on like that. Give it its own identity. But mm. I tell you what, I honestly think that at the moment there would be sixteen other teams in that Premier League that would swap places mm. with us. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I think even Man United, and they said, oh, well, if we're in it next season, we'll use it to blood the kids and all this. Like, yeah, that's just an excuse in case you don't win it, you know. Mm. I, I, I really want us to win it and be the first name on that trophy. I mean, when you look at it, you could argue that the teams that have been left in the, in the, um, in the Conference League uh, are bigger than the teams in the Europa League. Yeah, I mean Marseille, absolutely yeah, massive Marseille club. Mm. Yeah, Marseille, massive. Roma, what seventy thousand yeah. seat stadium that's going to be yeah. packed out. Apparently Even sold out within an hour. I think I was looking, and apart from, and I'll say because I love saying it, blood glimped. Mm. Uh, apart from them in the quarterfinals, including ourselves, all the seven other teams had been in the Champions League within the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. So you know yeah. we're not talking minnows, you know. Um, but exactly. uh, but we we digress. We get off there. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think as I said, there's a lot of teams, and I think even Spurs, Arsenal would love to be in our position right now. Um, but uh, so just um, say this is that this is our record against Spurs. It's a lot closer than I actually thought it was going to be. Um, so this is sort of the number of games that we've played head to head. In the Premier League only, 31 times we played each other, 14 wins for Spurs, 12 for us. Now, Spurs have won seven at home and we've only won five away um, and five of them have, have been draws. Tottenham are going to have to really go all out. For, this is an important game for Tottenham, isn't it? We've said for Leicester, it, you know, it's a bit of a free hit and we don't really mind what we do, but... You know, looking looking at Tottenham's position, you you know you're fifth now. Um, he says desperately trying to get the Premier League table up and realizing I haven't got it up. Um, and the, the, if we, I mean, Arsenal, who are Arsenal, Arsenal are playing Brighton? Is it West Ham away? West Ham away. They're in the, I think Craig said earlier they're in the same position as us. You really you if you don't but get still, three points tomorrow, but still, Chris, Chris, um. I was speaking to someone at work about this today. You know what I mean? He's an Arsenal fan. Ah, oh, West Ham. This is die over the weekend. But tell you mm. now, it's a London derby, and and uh, Moyes will have these players pumped for this. Mm. Doesn't matter what happens against Frankfurt. There will be some probably players rested for during the week. But don't seriously. It's a London derby, and Moyes will yeah. have these pumped. And I think the players like Antonio Rice and Nobles. They know what it's like to play against Arsenal. And I think they'll, they'll take away what's what's going to go on next week. I think they'll just focus on this game. And I think it'll be a hard game for Arsenal. Going to West Ham, full stadium. The West Ham fans will want West Ham to turn up. 
Yeah. And yeah, fair point. Week. So so to me, I don't think it's gonna be an easy run what Arsenal's gonna what these fans are, are putting out. I think West Ham. Do you know what I think West Ham away is probably mm. harder than we we playing you at home, me personally. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry that I've told Brendan not to ring me when I'm on a show, but he keeps insisting <laughs> on doing it. I mean, it'll um, be interesting. Just just before you touch on our, our fixtures and Spurs there, I was just looking mm. at um, uh, the fixtures that you both got coming up, Arsenal and uh, and Spurs, to the end of the season. And they're both fairly similar. Obviously, you've got each other in the middle of it, but then you, yeah, you, you've you got a couple got of teams who are battling for for their lives uh i think you've got burnley and they've got arsenal or the other way around to come in to the last game of the season because they got everton at home and we've got yeah. Norwich away because everton could that could be down they need to win that to stay in the yeah. league and norwich already be down and okay we've been here before we should be beating teams like norwich but mm. i will favor us our game against norwich and their games against everton so we don't we don't know how it's going to plan out no until now to the end of the season Mm. I was going to say that that's the form at the moment. You're in fifth, we're in tenth. Again, it shows there the last two games against you we uh, haven't done so well. Remember that one last season again? Uh, we needed to win. Um, talk us through our run there, um, Craig. Uh, it's, it's it's a bit mixed, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you could look at those and say that we probably should have won all of them you know i think i think if we'd have really gone at man united i think we could have beaten them um yeah. i think we we had one eye on on europe again palace obviously we put in a, a, a decent performance newcastle we should have at least got a draw out of that another late winner everton we should have beat as well and villa we should have beat so whilst whilst not hitting really top form We've we've been in positions in most of those games where we could have easily won them all. Um, yeah. Yes, it's frustrating um, to to give late goals away, but it's even more frustrating if you're never in a position to win it. Um, mm. So overall, I think our form has been pretty decent, and there's no it's no surprise um, as we've got more players back uh, and we look more solid at the back uh, that that our, that our fortunes have changed a little bit. We've just lacked that cutting edge up front, that killer instinct up front. I mean, you were there for the Villa game. Mm. Um, at least you had somebody to talk to with, with Scott. I mean, I, I did a watch along for that game and I was on my own. It's the first one I've done this season where I didn't have a, a co-host with me because I usually do the watch alongs with a fan yeah. as Sam was saying, of, of the other team. My God, I, I, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I deserve a medal that I could actually find something to talk about for 90 minutes during that game. Um, Simon, talk, talk us through you. I mean, you 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 you, you uh, beat West Ham. You you absolutely slaughtered Newcastle. Same with Villa. And then you went and lost to Brighton and only drew with Brentford. It that kind of sums your season up, doesn't it? That's why we that's why we call Spurs Chris. That is just typical Spurs. Seriously. Mm. I mean, beating West Ham comfortably that could have been more five, six, that could have been I mean, New uh, Newcastle that could have been more as well. I mean, Aston Villa, we rode our luck in the first half, we got the goal early. Villa could have been two or three up at half time, but yeah. we Come out the second half, we absolutely steamrolled them. That could have been, and I said a couple more. Then I think we overconfident gone into the Brighton game. 
thinking we just got to turn up here and we'll and we'll beat Brighton. And they caught us off. They caught us off guard. I'm telling you, um, how well Graham Potter he sets up. Like, he doesn't really set up as a low um, as a low block, but he knows Spurs struggle to to beat down a low a low block, mm. and he did. He set up that way, and he hit us on the break, and he got the goal. You know what I mean? And and Brentford away. Oh, Jesus Christ! How in the hell we didn't win that game? The chances <laughs> we had in the last twenty minutes. Yeah, but. That's the Spursy, Chris, and until uh, until Conte whips that out, of the players it'll keep keep it'll keep them coming. You know what I mean? So I mean, just on that, I mean, it's been um, a criticism has been put at Conte that there is no Plan B. Is that is that fair criticism? Yeah, you can say that, Craig. Yeah, and um, with with other managers, I have seen a plan a Plan B when the game's not going right, and that is correct. I think. The way Conte plays is literally just bomb bomb to go at teams and try and get a goal. And he hasn't got when we're when we're struggling to um trying to break down a team. I'm I am struggling to see if he has got a plan B. I don't think he has. Um but saying that, Craig, I don't think he's looking at the bench. He's looking at I, I see him like with his eyes like that, either side. Who have I got coming on? He hasn't got players to come off the bench, Craig. That's the that's the that's the problem. As but well. it looks like it looks like if the opposition give you space in behind, then you're, you're perfectly capable of exploiting it. Absolutely. The way that Kane drops deep into a yeah. 10. Tom, you know, he's probably Tom, England's yeah. best number 10, uh, you know, this season. Uh, and then you've got runners going from out to in, you know, exploiting the space the, that's been left behind when Kane drops deep and the, and the defenders drop with him. Obviously, with Brighton, they didn't send their defenders with Kane. They just put someone in front of him to stop the ball getting into his feet. So from that perspective, I think I'm part of me thinks that the fact that we're going to make a lot of changes may not help you because I don't think that we'll push up and have such a high line and we'll this, probably sit in a little bit more. Yeah, so so it could be it could be a, a bit of a grind out game, to be honest. I think you're right there, Craig. I think um Brendan We'll probably say Spurs struggle to to beat a low block, hmm. and I think that's why I think Brendan's going to come. I think Brendan's going to uh, stick. Maybe you go with a back a back three. I don't know how you guys set up, um, but I think he'll make it difficult for us. And I think he'll teams know if they can mark Kane out the game, you're marking Tottenham out the game. It's hmm. it's as simple as that. I think goes through Kane. Even with Son, if Son's playing, um, I think Son is a good player. But Kane is still my world class player at Tottenham. Mm. You know I mean, that guy can just change. And, and Kane, Kane feeds Son so much. So much, as it, Craig. That's it. That if you if you block Kane out of the game, you, you know the supply line to Son is Absolutely. sort of really stifling. And this is what with the Spurs, the Spurs fan base at the minute, it's all Son, 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 Son. He's the man with the goals and things like. But forget who's as what Craig said. Who's feeding these goals? It's Kane when he drops deep yeah. into the end. Without Kane's assist. Son's not getting his goals, and that's where it dries up. And other teams do actually say, "Block Kane out of the team, block Kane out of the game." That's it, Spurs. That's it. You've done. You've done your homework. And and I think that's how Brighton have got their their, mm. uh, their their three points. Brentford as well. They've done their homework, and they. And you're right, Craig. I don't think if we teams mark Kane out of the game, we haven't got a plan B. We haven't just got that plan B to go another direction mm. to win and and to win games, but. I think going forward, Craig, I think hopefully he can get the players he wants because he hasn't got it on the bench at the minute. He's looking at easily. That's why it's taken him 82 minutes to make subs at the minute because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't trust these players on the bench 
um, to come on and win this game. So until the summer now, we you can open manage what he's got at the minute. I think you've got. Um... I, th- I think you've got a lot of workmanlike players. I think it's, it's fair to say that people who will run and run and are, and are solid. I don't think you've got that flair player who can beat someone. Again, is is that fair? Do you think? Yeah, we've Kulisevsky, he Since he's coming from Juventus, mm. he's done wonders, absolutely wonders. He's come in uh, six assists, seven six, and that six goals. So he's 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 paid off. Bentacore, hot and cold for me at the minute. Yeah. He has a good game, has a bad game. Um, since Doherty has been injured, I have literally been his biggest cricket of the season. I, I can't stand the guy, but he, over the last five games, he has improved massively and he was yeah. getting into that rhythm what he was at Wolves. Then he got that injury and that yeah. really, because Emerson, it's not, he's absolutely toyed at that guy, seriously. Um, and same as Rex. Rex started well at Tottenham. I think he's Madrid. I think he's got Madrid head. I think he just yeah. wants to go back to Real. And mm. and I just and I've you're right, Chris. Um, Craig, sorry. Um, we we're missing someone like an Ericsson. I mean, mm. he showed against. I mean, every time he got the ball, I think we missed that kind of player at the minute. Um, yeah, like an Ericsson type type player. You you just broke up a little bit. I mean, there's rumours as to whether he's going to come back to you at the end of the season. Even we've been linked with him. Uh, I, I, I have a sneaky feeling he might stay where he is, but we will see. But just looking here, Tottenham, it says, will be without left wing-back uh, Sergio Regulon. Uh, has a groin problem. And Doherty skip. And Tang... Is it Tanganga? Sounds Tanganga. like a Bond villain, that, doesn't it? Ah, Mr Tanganga. Yeah, I've been expecting you. This guy's had his knee injury for so long. I don't yeah. I've got a clue what's happened with this guy at the minute. But even him, Chris... Yeah, he's not not a player like I would say. Like he, he needs to be sold on. I mean, there's loads yeah. of players in there. Oh, they're all the ones that I should say could be out. How do you see yourself? What what do you sort of just quickly run through? Well, how you think you'll set up and a line up, and then I'll ask Craig the same. Because you need thinking time because we're going to make so many changes. I'm guessing. Yeah, obviously it'll be Hugo in goal. Um, I think he'll go with a three-four-three. Um, he'll go with Romero, Dyer, and Davies. Um, he's gonna go uh, with Emerson flying down the right and down the left. Obviously, there's no regs. Um, he may go with Session. Is Session he did he come off the last game with a he picked up a bit of a minor injury? If if he's fit, I'll put Session there. Um, then you've got Benzco and, and Pierre. Um, doing the holding roles in there, and you got the front three of Kane, Son, and Kudelski. Um, and hoping that front three click on Sunday like they have against Villa, Newcastle, and Leeds. I mean, uh, West Ham. Sorry, I mean. So we're just hoping we're putting our hopes now on these three just to get get us over the line. Because... Craig, we're we're going to make a lot of changes. I, I can imagine. Oh. I mean. Is it? I mean, I am praying. Please, Brendan, look at Kieran Jewsbury Hall, Tillemans, and um, Madison, and mm-hmm. just give. He seems to be quite happy to change everything else, but those three mm-hmm. players, and they are looking knackered. 
And yeah, you know, he's picking yeah. Tillemans because he can't have Mendy, obviously, because he's, he's not in the squad for Europe. So Tillemans is, is out of position and he's not having an effect on the game mm. like, like he does in his normal role. Yeah. What what do you see him going for? I think I, I, I think that the back four will be changed again, to be honest. Um yeah. I think you the only one you may still see would be James Justin uh, at right back. Uh, with Castagna going off injured uh, and resting Ricardo, I think it'll be Amati and Suyuncu as the back two, and then Luke Thomas coming yeah. in. Mendy will come in in front. I think he'll still play Tielemans and Dewsbury Hall because he talks about them being rhythm players. You know that they need to be playing. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if he plays both of them. I, I, I agree they could both do with. Just maybe half a game, just to keep them ticking over. Yeah, uh, and then up front, I would imagine that Barnes will play, um, maybe Perez, and then it'll be a choice of either Dakar or Ianacho. Uh, so I, I think there'll be at least seven changes, if not more. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm sorry to sort of be the bearer of bad news, but we, I can't get away from it. I have to share this with you. The man in the middle, Jonathan Moss. I mean, is he is he anybody's favourite referee? Well, I don't think he's anybody's favourite, but I, I there's worse ones. I, I know not... that sounds bizarre, but there are worse. Refereeing has been atrocious this season, me personally. It was interesting because uh, again, we've seen quite a bit of um, probably more European football than you've seen this season, uh, Simon. <laughs> And get in there, get in there, Craig. It wasn't wasn't having a go. It was the difference between continental refereeing and Premier League refereeing. Now, a lot of people were were having a go at the referee last night, um, saying that he wasn't very good or whatever. And there was definitely two or three cards that should have been dished out. I mean, how Chris Smalling didn't get a card for, for scything down Dewsbury Hall, I don't know. But... He let a lot go, you know, and and as someone who's a bit older, um, I quite like that rather than this modern day refereeing that we seem to have in the Premier League where it only takes a little touch on somebody's back and they go down and get a free kick. Uh, and I think we've and, and I think part of that is people saying that the referee was wasn't at it last night is that we've become desensitized. We're so used now to everything being a free kick. That when you see a continental ref let things go, it seems like he's not got control of the game. But for me, uh, the refereeing over the past few years has just gone down and down in the Premier League. To, to me, it's just it's just at an all time low. And I think the problem is that what they've brought in to help the referees because they can't do the job, so they brought this VAR in is actually being monitored and run by. Mm. The referees that they were brought in to sort of help. So yeah. I, I just think it's a right cock up. It's a typical FA sort of um, thing. I think Samari is fit, is he not, um, Craig? I think he's on his way back, if not. Samari, yeah, I think he is. He was yeah. on the bench last night. So yeah. he could, yeah. uh, to be fair, he could um, feature. And to be honest, now's the time to be featuring him, see what he's got, you know, see if yes. there's anything about yeah. him. So yeah. Uh, it's not a bad shout to to drop yeah. him in there. Uh, as I say, maybe give uh, Tielemans and uh, and KDH a bit of a rest. 
it won't happen though. <laughs> some some match facts just to end on a uh, couple for Tottenham, a couple for Leicester. Uh, this one we've already alluded to. Striker Harry Kane has scored 18 goals in 17 appearances against Leicester City in all competitions, more than he has scored against any other opponent in his career. Uh, 16 of these goals have come in the Premier League, with only Alan Shearer getting more against a single opponent in the competition, 20 against Leeds. He may have done that, uh, Simon, but he hasn't got any trophies yet, has he? He hasn't got any medals. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest cricket of um, of Kane's um, career at the minute. He hasn't got no trophies. How old, is, how old is Kane now? He's come up 29. Um, 29. And, and, so... and Craig, how old is Luke Thomas? <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> is he 20 now, I think? 20, and how many medals has he got? I, I think it's unfair to say, really, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Simon. You know, you know, I banter. You know, I banter. Let's be honest with you. We'd all have Kane in our team if we could afford him. You know. Uh, let's be yeah, honest. Absolutely. And, and, and to be said, if he's in, if he's in somebody else's team, he might win a medal. Anyway, the Leicester City, the Foxes won this exact fixture two 0 last season. Uh, their last one consecutive away league contest against Spurs in October nineteen ninety nine. Now then, that needs changing, doesn't it, Craig? It does, although I did see us winning the FA Cup there a few seasons ago with a late winner when uh, when Martin Vaughan threw one in. Um, yeah. That was that was a pleasurable. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we definitely... I, I can say I, I'd definitely take the draw now, to be honest. Yeah, def- oh, definitely. The Spurs have won seven of their last ten Premier League matches against Leicester, uh, losing three. Um, as many as they had to their previous 21 against them in the competition. So it's not sounding good again, is it, Craig? <laughs> um, but again, the big thing is, this season, do we care? Yeah, yes. I'm going to read them out whether you care or not, to be honest <laughs> with you, you know. <laughs> I've got a minute to fill, so I'm going to fill it. <laughs> Since their return to the Premier League in four, 2014, Leicester have conceded more league goals against Spurs than they have against any other side. So not just Harry Kane. Even if you don't get Harry Kane in there, Simon, you still, well. you still score against us, you know. Um, Spurs' 36 goals against Leicester is also the most they've scored against an opponent in that time. I tell you what, Simon, is the deal. Um, we'll kick off. We'll let you get a goal early on, and uh, we'll, 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 call, we'll call the match off, and then we can have a bit of a rest before Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get the three points. We might as well just go right here. Go have the three points. We'll go. We'll have a bit of a weekend off. That'd be nice. <laughs> but, uh, that's, but that's that's all Spurs do in the last five or six seasons is break records instead of winning trophies. That's all I hear. <laughs> We've got more records. We've got more records than the record shops, seriously. Uh, <laughs> That's what you got in your trophy cabinet, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. Talking of 45s, isn't that when last you won something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Jesus. Craig, no, you no, are on form. That's about three or four you've got in there today. Yeah, you better Mike Tyson here, aren't you? Getting those jabs in. <laughs> I know, I can do it, you know, they'll win something sooner or later, we know yeah. it. The, the thing is, what you know is that, you know, Simon don't come back at you because, you know, you're the older statesman and he respects you. you know? <sighs> and to be fair, and to be fair to you, Simon, it's nice to hear a Spurs fan who has actually got his feet on the ground and is um, 
isn't sort of deluded and can see can see what they need and and the fact that it is about trying to win trophies and not and not records so um fair play to you is is quite i've been saying for ages i go on to other channels and they always always blast it down i mean all, uh, all the time i mean and it is trophies we haven't won one i was said 14 years now chris yeah. we haven't won one and it's it's getting the longer it goes on it's, it's so depressing seriously winning seeing like i'm not doing disrespectful leicester won the fa cup last season won the premier league in 2015-16 you know i mean to having you guys winning the Premier League before us, it's I'm not I'm, I'm saying you, you guys what a season you had there, but it's a joke. It's a joke. That was your year though. If ever that, you were going to win it, it was yeah. that year. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Then just I don't know. Just season after season after that, just we haven't been the same, and we haven't come closer with nothing really. No. Um, I'm going to admit. I'm going to admit this, and I'll never repeat this again. So make the most of it. I actually said. About Arsenal early in uh, about a month ago, month five weeks ago, I said fourth place was Arsenal's to lose, and I think they have to be honest with you. Um, and I, I, if it's Arsenal or Tottenham, I'm gonna have to say I probably would sooner want Tottenham to get it in fairness. So, uh, good, good luck with that after Sunday, you know. Mm. But talking about winning it, score predictions now. Um, I've I've had to go, yeah. I've had to go for a Leicester win because I, that. But then again, this is why I'm bottom of this prediction league. Miles <laughs> off. I'm I'm like I'm the Norwich of this prediction league. Uh, but I've gone two one. Ian Marshall's gone one one, as indeed has Steve Walsh. Jerry Taggart's has gone two nil. Steve Linitz has gone four nil to Leicester, but that's only just he can't stand Tottenham and Arsenal in any form. And Ian Wilson thinks he's going to earn another goal fest, and but three two to you, uh, Craig. I'll come to you first. Um, I mean, I've put two one there, but if I take my blue tinted spectacles off, um, I, yeah, I mean, if it's one one, I, I, I would take that. But how do you see it ending up? Um, I'd be very happy with a one-one. I'm going to go one-one. So, um, and and that is definitely hearts rather than heads. You know, if yeah. you're asking me to put money on it, then I can't see anything other than a Spurs victory. But um, but that pains me too much to say it. So I'll go one-one. <laughs> yeah, TM. I'm sure you won't let me forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you won't. Um, uh, and she's gone for 2 1 uh, as to Spurs, I'm guessing, tighter than last time. And Rennie's going 2 1 to Spurs. Right. I'm sorry, but uh, Conti wrote, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously concentrate on the, the second yeah. leg. Simon, your prediction? Well, the pressure is on us. Oh, ain't the pressure mm. on you guys. You guys got nothing really, not just better in the league, you've got nothing to go for, have you? It's just. Literally, everything's in this basket for the Europa League, um, for his conference league. Um, you're yeah. in, but the pressure, um, we can put on Arsenal because we play first, it's mm. massive. We've really, really got to just mount this pressure on Arsenal, and I think we will. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be a battering, um, I think it'll be tight. I think I, I, I fancy you guys probably going in ahead first and um, wakes us up, and um, I think we'll go ahead. And just end the game 2-1, Chris. I think it really is going to be yeah. a tight game. Um, yeah. 
and put pressure on Arsenal and they will have to go to West Ham. They have to win because of our goal of our goal margin. This it, it does make a difference that playing first, doesn't it? I mean, Craig, when, when we won and it was us, you know, us versus Tottenham for so many mm. weeks, I think we played first a lot of the time, didn't we? Yeah. I think we did, and it was yeah. sort yeah. of it, it must have become quite demoralizing for Spurs because as much as as much as the players were coming out and saying they were going to catch us, they never really got close enough. I don't think they ever got to within three points where you know a win would bring you level or whatever. We we managed to play first and just stay yeah. ahead the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, yes, it, it's uh, playing catch up is never is never easy. Yeah. You think, oh God, they've won. It's like the Black Knight. We've, I've often said this, haven't I? The <laughs> Monty Python. Oh. Chucking arm off, he's still carrying on, but uh, there we go. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, I'd wish you all the best, Simon, for the weekend, but I, I can't. It would, it would, uh, it would, I'd be lying, and you know, I never lie. Spurs are a good team, uh, <laughs> but it's great having you on. Like, uh, like Craig said earlier, you, you know, you, you, you are a sort of a feet on the ground Spurs fan. Tell people you, you've got a great channel and it's always a laugh uh, when you're on. Give give us uh, information. I mean, the links are in the description below on YouTube, but tell people where they can find you. Yeah, Chris, as I said, thanks for having me on. Craig, it's nice to be seeing you again, mate. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if you remember being on the stream with me last time. I think he obviously a, I did because he didn't know who you were at the start, <laughs> did he? He <laughs> looks so young and I'm used to just hanging around with old blokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm nearly 40, so I'm not young. <laughs> well, that's young. Believe you me, that's young. Yeah, so thanks, guys, for having me on. And if you want to come over to me and Matt at Premier Hotspur TV, we don't really... Um, we haven't got much things going on lately. Really busy at work. Uh, so is Matt. So we, we do one whenever we can. Um, so it's on every platform. Um, Premier Hotspur TV and we just do match reviews now at the minute and predictions and things like that so it's very limited on our channel at the minute until we can have some spare time to get up and going again No, no Paul, well like I say good. thanks for coming on um, I, I don't wish you well for tomorrow but uh, good luck in, in getting tomorrow. fourth place Sunday. Sorry? Sunday you mean? Oh, did I say tomorrow? Sorry, Sunday. I, I, well, we'll play tomorrow. We might win then. <laughs> <laughs> That's my master plan. You turn up a day early and you're not there. We'll just kick off without you. So are you we'll win one nil. Are you going, Simon? No, no, unfortunately, because I, I live up north. Um, oh, right. And so I don't get too many games. So, unfortunately. But... It's not on Sky, so I'll try and watch it somehow at work, some somehow on some dodgy channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Brilliant. Thanks for coming on, Simon. It's always a pleasure. Take Thanks care, mate, and good luck for the rest of the season. Cheers, Simon. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Craig, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you very You're much welcome, for coming mate. on. Um, my, my, my wise old sensible owl, <laughs> you look good. Um, just very, very, very quickly next Thursday because I probably won't be doing a full review show yeah. because a preview show. Sorry, because we it's only a week apart. Uh, we might I might just do sort of a nod half an hour or something. But 
I am I being silly, feeling overconfident. Well, not overconfident. No, I don't ever say that. Not overconfident. But am I telling just feeling confident that we could get something? Uh, no, I no, because I'm confident. I said beforehand, you know, if we went there level, um, I didn't think that it was a bad result if we if we ended up drawing. As long as we didn't go into the second leg behind was my mm. concern because we know Italian teams are very good at shutting up shop. Yeah. Um, the fact that they've got to come out and score. The big thing will be how we deal with that pressure how we deal with that environment, you know, mm. players come out and say that they want to go to big teams and they want to play in these games. Well, now's your opportunity, you know, mm. 60, 70,000 uh, screaming Romans. Uh, they reckon, as I say, that that game sold out within an hour, um, full house. And they reckon they could have filled it, you know, two, three times over. So it's only the British press that decry this competition they're up for it so our players have got to show that they're players who deserve to be playing at that level you know yeah. there's no better stage uh this is going to be a bigger game than the final in many ways because it's going to be a bigger crowd that's for sure um yeah. you you we are literally going into the lion's den um so but i'm confident i i know that if we get the ball down and play our football what we will have to do is be a little bit cuter and be a little bit stronger. I think I think there was areas of the pitch that we were bullied a little bit. And yeah. you yeah. know that you're not going to get away with that uh, as the away team in Italy. So, um, yeah. but no. I, is it the same I, I referee? Does the same, does it, is it the no, same I don't think it is. It I, I think it's a different referee, to be honest. Mm. Uh, but... It's um, weird. Yeah, no, I, I agreed with you. He did let a lot go, and I was quite. I was about. I was literally just praising him when he yeah. went and gave one of our guys. Can't remember who it was now. A yellow yeah. card. I'm like that shook me up. Um, yeah. But they did. He did let them get away with a lot, and then just seemed to book a Leicester player for for mm. sort of for nothing. And I know, I know, PSV wasn't. PSV Stadium isn't Rome State. You know, Roma Stadium. Obviously, Roma. It's yeah. it's the national stadium. It's Lazio Station. Mm stadium and it's their stadium but it, it's kind of got them because i mean it was noisy and it was a full uh, house and it maybe just gave them a taste of what they might be getting yeah definitely and the crowd were a lot closer to the pitch at psv than there will be at the olympic stadium mm. you know that's going to have a, i think it's got a running track around it still so even though it's a big uh big crowd it's a big stadium to fill it's you know it's like playing away at the uh at West Ham where the, the fans mm. are not on top of you. Yeah. So, but as I say, you know, if you, if you want to be a top player, then these are the games that you want to play in and you want to show off uh, and show what you can do. Put yourself in a shot window if that's yeah. what certain players want to do. But at the end of it, you don't get many opportunities to win trophies and to get into finals, whatever competition it is. So, no. you And know, Europeans, obviously... You're not you're not in that all the time. I mean, the FA Cup and League Cup, you always yeah. got, you know you're always in it, so yeah. you've got a chance. It's, and Brendan um, will be telling them, you know, he, he said from very early on when when they realised that we were going to be playing in this competition, it's the inaugural competition. You're the first name on this trophy, so um, that that's a bit of a coup, you know. In years to come, this may be yeah. looked on as a as a major trophy again, you know, like it used to be when there were three European trophies, uh, the mm. Cup Winners' Cup and the UEFA Cup and the uh, and the European Cup. So to be the first name don't on the trophy... Get, don't forget the Intertoto. 
Yes, of course. And <laughs> you know, but being the first name on the trophy gives me yeah. um, gives me a, a quiz question for many years to come. It does. And to be honest with you, I, I would take that. And as I said, I don't care what they say. Those are the clubs that aren't there. Uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be wishing they were us. And I see what West Ham will be wishing they were us as well. I've been. Uh, I think I couldn't believe it was like two minutes and it was like, well, no, not even two minutes. Mm. I think it was like one minute, five yeah, it seconds. Was, yeah. It was unbelievable. But good luck to West Ham, Liverpool and Man City next week. It would be great to have three English names on all three trophies. It would be, season, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know. Craig, I'll let you go, sir. Thank you so much for coming on, as always. I You're really welcome. do appreciate it. And uh, I will see you. We've got a quiz, I think, next week, haven't we? We have on Wednesday, I think. On Wednesday, again, with for Aston Villa. Um, like I said, I don't think we'll be doing a full um, preview for the Roma match. So I will see you if you are free in a week's time for the Everton again. Yeah, I shall. I shall let you know. I should be, but um, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll see you. I'll see you on Wednesday. I'll see you. Yeah. Everyone yeah. who uh, who tunes in, hopefully on Wednesday for another good quiz. Yep, yep, not a problem. We ne we nearly got everybody. We've nearly got everybody. Thanks very much, Craig. All You're the best welcome. to all your family. Take care and have a Cheers. great weekend. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Thank you. Uh, thanks to Craig there. Couldn't do this without him. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I am off to join... Oh, who am I joining? Dan on Turf Morehouse TV for his prediction show at 9 o'clock. Um, I'm equal with Kate. I think she's going to take take over me. I tell you what, she's had. A, I think she might have had a good week. Turf Morehouse TV, search it, find it. So he's a great lad, Dan. Uh, give him your support, and um, yeah, no problem, Craig. Thank you very much. And uh, catch you over there at nine o'clock, and I will see you there. Um, take care. Here's to three points. I know it's unlikely, and to be honest with you. I would I lose three points to 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 beat Roma? Of course I bloody would, you know. Um of course I'd like to win both, but if it had to be one, it has to be that one, obviously. Thanks very much, guys. If you've been listening on your favorite podcast platform, whichever that is, we, we're on all the main ones: Google, Amazon, uh, iTunes, and Spotify. And we're on a lot of the other ones as well. Just search a Leicester or ask, uh, yeah, search Leicester till I die. And please, please, if you are on um, the uh, YouTube, Leicester Light ITV, smash the lights for us. Set the notification uh, bell once you have subscribed. And if you can subscribe, that would be great. It really does help support the channel. I'll see you at 9 o'clock. Take care. Thanks to everybody that was in the chat. And thanks to everybody that's been watching and listening. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye. And see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.